What is up? Thank you so much for joining us for the Ablaze JY message of the week. I hope and pray that you're inspired and encouraged. And now let's jump into the message. Super glad you guys are here tonight. It's going to be a rad time. I'm super pumped. Last week, and, no, that one can stay open. That's good. Uh, last week and the week before uh, when we were with all together, we've been talking about seeking. And tonight is kind of along the same veins of seeking, being positioned, all that kind of jazz. I'm not really sure what we're calling tonight. It might be like seeking the position or seeking to get in position. I'm not really sure. We're just going to flow with it. We're going to rock with it, and I'll figure out the title tomorrow. Does that sound cool? You guys good with that? Yeah. All right, so the scripture we're going to be jumping into tonight is in the book of John. We're going to start in chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that he it is that bears much fruit. That's a weird way to say it. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. The branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So prove to be my disciples. If you guys will bow your heads in prayer, we will get our hearts ready to receive this word. Amen. Yeah, amen. All right. So Father God, we just thank you so much for this word that you've got for us tonight. We believe that it is a word from you, Lord. We are all excited to receive from you, Lord. Our hearts are receptive, our minds are open, and we are ready to get everything that you have for us, Lord. We are here seeking you tonight. We are chasing after what you want for our lives. We are prioritizing our time with you and prioritizing prioritizing our focus with you tonight, God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Woo! Yes, sir. So we've been talking about seeking. And I know we just talked about this book of John here, and it's talking about the vines and the branches and abiding and all this jazz. But when it comes to seeking, one of the verses that we talked about last week was Matthew 7. It said, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open unto you. And what Jesus is saying over here in the book of John is that if you abide in him, if you stay alongside him, if you make yourself available to him, you can ask for whatever you need and he will provide it for you. Amen. Because our God is a good God and he wants to make sure we have whatever we need to be successful in this life. Amen. And as you came in this room, I already know a lot of you have noticed what's been hanging right here in this sanctuary, in this room. I have the room set up differently because of this awesome pinata. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen a pinata before? I don't know. What is it? What's Eli? What's a pinata? That's that. Yeah, it's that. A pinata is a weird mache paper cardboard type deal. And usually on the inside, it's got gifts and treats and joyous things. And it makes you happy and it makes you excited. Whoever has been to a party that had a pinata? You think so? You don't remember? <laughs> So usually at a piñata, here's the cool thing about a piñata is most of the time, the majority of the time, the person that gets to hit the piñata isn't the only one that gets what's inside the piñata, right? The piñata's got stuff for everybody. 
right? But usually, see, I, I've got this little bat right here. This is a real bat right here. Who wants to hit the pinata? Who wants to unleash the joy that's in the pinata? <laughs> I guarantee you there's joyous things in this pinata. What? <laughs> you deserve it the most? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so hard to pick somebody. Oh, man. All right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the bat, and I'm just going to, like, point it around, and whatever I land on, oh, gosh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be weird. If I end up pointing at the wall, it's going to be Daniel. If I point at the wall, it's Daniel, but if I don't point at the wall, it's the closest person to it. Oh, gosh. I feel like that's Joey, if I had to say. Joey, would you like to hit the pinata? <laughs> I feel like it's so much fun to say it like that, pinata, pinata. All right, I'm not going to lie. There is like these weird little like metal hook things. So if they start flying, just you just run, okay? But I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. But what I want you to do, Joey, is I just want you to wail on that thing until you get all the goodness out of it. Don't stop. Whoa! 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 That was so fast. Do it again. There might be more. Whoa! Oh! Oh my gosh! How much is in there? Okay. All right. I think we're good. Ah! All right. Joey, stop! You did great. You did awesome. Whoa! There was so much in there. That happened so fast. That was amazing. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> now at this point, you guys are going crazy because everyone wants the goodness that was inside that pinata, right? Everyone wants some candy. There's a myriad of things available in the pinata for everybody. There's bubble gum. There's sweet tarts. There's jawbreakers. There's now and laters. <laughs> so good. There's something everyone can enjoy, except for possibly Annalise because she doesn't seem like she wants any of it. <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I'm good. So good. Very nice. All right. So let's just, let's take a brief pause here. Let's just leave whatever's on the floor for on the floor and we can get it after. Um, but what you got, you can take back with your seat. And if you would like, you can eat it whilst we minister, but try not to be a distraction. Okay. All right. So as you noticed, when Joey hit the pinata, goodies flew everywhere. There was goodness flying all over the place. There were sweet treats all around for all to enjoy, right? But what I noticed was no one got close. No one, no one, no one got closer to get, to get to the good stuff, you know? But what I did see is there was probably about seven of you <laughs> that immediately rushed in to get whatever they could get out of the pinata. And there was like two or three of you that did not care so much. And what I've noticed is that what seeking does is seeking gets you in position to receive. When you seek after God, it gets you in a place to where you are willing and you are able and you're in a place to when God starts to speak to you, you're able to understand what he has for you. Now, how am I relating to this? It's because basically when, I, when the candy fell, people immediately moved from their comfortable seats and chased after for the goodness on the floor. Not everybody, not everybody chased after what's going on the floor, but you did get some stuff. You got maybe some of the things. 
And it might have not been your first choice to get what you got, but you did get some things. But the ones that went way out into the pile, they probably got the most candy. I mean, Alex got almost every single box of jawbreakers. So if you didn't get a jawbreaker, make a deal with Alex later because he moved himself into position. He sought after the good stuff. <laughs> you can work that out later. So this is what the point. <laughs> this is the point of this. Seeking is getting you positioned to receive from God. When you seek after God, it puts you into a posture where you're able to receive. God has everything available for you. He gave you an abundant life. He said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What Jesus came to bring in this world, all the goodness, all the health, all the provision, the good life, the peace, the comfort, the joy, the protection, all of these things are available through them that believe but they're even more so available for them that seek after him. You see, you can have salvation if you believe it, but if you really want the good stuff, you gotta seek after it. If you want all the promises of God, you gotta seek after the promises of God. It says over here in John 14, six, Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me. We have to understand that Jesus is the only way to God. Jesus is the only way to the father. Jesus is the only way to heaven. No other religion, no other belief, no other lifestyle, no amount of good deeds gets you into heaven. But Jesus the one who came to die in this world, the one that came to rid you of all your sin and make you righteous. He is the one that is the way, the truth, and the life. In John 15, where it talks about how, uh, verse one, he says, I'm the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. What he's saying in John 15 is he's saying that I am the way to the farmer. I am the way to the one that can take care of you. I am the one that can lead you to the provision. I am the one that will lead you to the great protector. The one that has a farm is the one that takes care of the plants, right? If a farmer has a bunch of crops, he's the one that's out there every single day, or at least he's putting people out there every single day to make sure that they got water, that they got fertilizer, that they got the right soil pH and all that jazz, that they got the right equipment driving through there to pick out the crops. The farmer's the one that's in charge making sure all that crop grows. He's the one out there taking care of the crop. And when we seek after God, when we seek after Jesus, because he says, I'm the, way to, I'm the way to the Father, when we seek after him, it puts us in position to receive from God. I love this account over in Mark 5, and we've talked about this probably a myriad of times, but I love it so much. Over in Mark 5, a lot of you guys are familiar about the one with the issue of blood. It says over here in Mark 5, Starting in verse 25, it says, There was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I even touch his garments, I will be made well. 
And immediately the flow of blood dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out of him, immediately turned out in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And the disciples said, This crowd that pressed in on you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around, he looked at the one who had done it. And she said, Knowing what had happened, came in fear, trembling, and fell down before him, told the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This woman had issue in her life. This woman had sickness in her life. And maybe not all of us have sickness. Maybe not all of us have that type of issue in our life, but we all got issues, right? We all got crap that we deal with. <laughs> we all got a brain. We all got emotions. We all got desires. Sometimes good ones, sometimes not so good ones. We got issues of our own. And this woman, with her issue, she had sought out all other options. She had gone to the doctors. She had tried the medicine. She had tried the natural remedies. She had tried the herbs and the spices and the sweet tea and the candy and the chocolates and the Netflix. She tried it all. But she had heard about Jesus. She had heard stories about Jesus. She had to have known who Jesus was because when she heard he was coming through town, she had something rise up within her that said, if I seek after him, if I can position myself to be around him, if I seek after Jesus, if I push through and make it to him and I just get a touch from him, I will be made whole. I will get the answer to my problem. I will get the answer to my issues. And that's exactly what happened. Jesus said that her faith had made her well. We can't seek after other things in this life to solve our problems. They might be temporary solutions. They might temporarily ease our pains and they might temporarily ease our troubles or ease our sadness. They might make us happy for a moment, but it won't ever last because Jesus, he's the well that never runs dry. God is the creator of the universe. He created the mountains and the seas and the lands and the fishes and the birds and the trees and he created you and me. He knows how to navigate your situations. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. I want to repeat it from last week. It said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give you a stone? If he asks for a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give you good things to those who ask him? We have to realize that God's door is the only door worth knocking on. And no matter how long it takes to knock on the door, no matter how long it takes to hit this pinata with that bat, we wanna get every piece of candy out of here so there's nothing left. You know what I'm saying? I want every single promise that God has for my life and I'm gonna knock on that door until I get them all. And what's amazing is he said, it's already available to you. 
You don't gotta stress out about it. You don't have to worry about it. I promise you, if you hang out on my porch, I promise if you hang out on my doorstep, if you knock, I'm gonna open the door for you. God loves you and he cares for you. It's like that song that we were just singing where it said, what do I have need of now that I know you? He's a God that loves you and cares for you and believes in you. He has dreams for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I have plans for you, good plans to prosper you and to protect you. And then two verses or so later, it says, if you seek after me, you will find me. In the days that you pray to me, I will listen to you. That woman she pushed past all those people to make it to Jesus. And not only did she push past people, I can guarantee you she pushed past her doubt, her fear. And I'd never even looked at it this way. When this guest minister was here this past uh, Sunday, he was talking about how this is a woman that had an issue for 12 years that she was probably pretty frail and probably hurting pretty bad. Like in my mind, I always just pictured like some woman that had this issue and she just like walks up to Jesus and pushes people out of the way. No, this woman was in pain. She was probably literally dragging herself out of bed and stumbling out of her door and bumping into people and not being able to clearly get around because she's struggling because she had to deal with a whole bunch of mess. We can't let anything hold us back from being out of position to receive. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all the things will be added unto you. What are all the things? All the promises of God. God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to walk in wholeness. He wants you to walk protected. And he wants you to walk in peace. And he wants you to, to walk free of guilt and free of shame. You just gotta put him first. You gotta put the things of God first. You gotta put kingdom over everything. So that we can walk in the promises of God. John 15, 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you so that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. He called you, he made you, he has the answers you need. Seek after him, position yourself at the doorstep of God. Trust in Jesus and Jesus alone. The world's opinions on what is good and what is bad changes every single day just about. It feels like social media is constantly telling us what is cool and what is acceptable and what is righteous and what is not. But Jesus tells us very clearly that I am the truth. I am the way and I am the life. Jesus is the peace that you seek. He is the hope for your life. He is the one worth seeking after. 
push past any doubt or fear that may come against that and sit on the porch of Jesus and God and knock on his door. Amen. I want you guys to repeat this after me. God, I will seek you and I will position myself to receive from you. I trust you and I believe in you and I will follow after you. Once again, I am so glad that you joined us for the message of the week. If you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Ablaze Youth. Follow us at We Are Ablaze.